two, and pa, we are live. Uh, go ahead and uh, ping the community as well that we're live, please. Um, Will do. Hey, folks, welcome to How to Type. Um, I would like to uh, give a shout out to the uh, gentleman that uh, rescheduled uh, his uh, coaching session uh, uh, with me this evening uh, in favor of allowing us to do the uh, How to Type stream. <clears throat> I just want to say uh, thank you, sir, uh, for doing that for us. We really appreciate it. Uh, I apologize in advance for being double booked, but uh, you know, being an ENTP with having to manage so many different schedules between uh, you know my children and their schedule, uh, my CSJ schedule, my day job schedule, uh, on top of having a, a very loving girlfriend who I adore uh, so much um, and everything that she does for me, it's. It is difficult being that I am a P type and not a J type at actually managing schedules properly. So I am learning as it goes. Um, and honestly, I'm just tired of disappointing people. Uh, so uh, thank you, sir, for giving us the opportunity to do this stream. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, so that's been uh, pretty fantastic. Um, uh, Mr. Mello, do we, uh, are you able to pipe sound uh, directly uh, in that way that we had talked about earlier or? Um. I can uh, I can give it a go. I need to set it up. Okay, we do it through Discord, or um, that's the way Nova and I. Yeah, that's fine. Set it up. Yeah, we can do that. So just do like a private call Shoot. on the on Discord, then like I mute myself on it, I think, or so. Also, uh, Maybe so. just so you guys know, um. Uh, we are only doing uh, one hour tonight of this one uh, because I have a hard deadline and exactly one hour from now uh, I will have to uh, get off uh, the stream because I am cooking dinner uh, for my children and for Railgun tonight and hopefully we can go catch a movie at the movie theater. So I have responsibilities uh, because we're also celebrating my daughter's birthday because I will not be at her actual birthday which is next week and she's turning five. So... Um, so thank you all for the super chats and whatnot. And uh, Mr. Mello here will be keeping track of said super chats for us as well. Uh, and yes, Aiden strikes again. Uh, so thank you uh, for that, uh, Mr. Aiden. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so. Uh, okay. Might need to do a little test here. Okay, do you wanna call on Discord? So Caitlin's like, uh, who is this railgun? Uh, this railgun is my girlfriend, who I love dearly. Uh, absolutely a fantastic woman and very wise one at that, uh, contrary to uh, popular belief. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's see if we get this uh, sound going here um, pretty, pretty well here. Let's see here. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's go. And and he, oh, Aiden gave us the uh, <laughs> the actual link to use. <laughs> awesome. Let's let's start off with Aiden's uh, request first, uh, Mello. So I'm going to give you that link here. Um, there you go. Um, well, we're going to start with that video, and uh, let's do the call inside. Uh, let's see here. One second, and and let's see. Starting voice call, and I'm going to mute myself in the Discord. Okay, so I muted myself. Okay. Uh, let me know if you can hear this. Okay. 
Anything? Nope. No sound. Okay. I guess we'll just have to do it the traditional way until we get it figured out the next time, unless Nova's watching and she's probably insta-triggered about this, but... <laughs> so... Wanna try it again? Wanna try it again? Oh, I can hear myself. Oh, I can hear myself. Can you? Okay. Um, so I guess just mute me oh. then, I guess. Can you still hear yourself? I cannot hear myself because you muted yourself on Discord. I need to be able to hear you on Discord, and you need to mute. Discord, and you need to mute me on your end. Okay, so I need to deafen you. Yep, deafen me. Yep, Thank you. deafen me. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, can you still hear yourself? I'm not think sure so. how this would. I think so. Need yeah, to can. work. Yeah, I can. All right, fair enough. Let's All right, just, fair enough. Let's just do the traditional way. Do the traditional way, the, uh, and I'll just tell you the, uh, the video. where I am in the video. Okay. Cool. All right, we'll pop that out, and then bring this back, and then we'll bring, um, bring that down, and then we'll bring this here, bring this here. Going to YouTube. There, YouTube is here. Pop that there. All right, and going to use the specific video here. Got that there. Hi, my name's Luke. All right, got a cannabis video. Awesome, that's a great start <laughs> for how to type, but awesome. All right, so here we go. Who, who exactly are we typing here? We are typing, uh, let's see here. What's the name? Uh, check the Super Chat uh, channel. Okay. Pamela so that Anderson. would be <laughs> Axel Burnaby. Axel Burnaby, awesome. All right. Is he the gentleman speaking? I, um, I think so. I think so. We'll see. Axel Burnaby. Well, let's play and find out. Cannabis on the horizon, cannabis legalization in New York City. I'm the uh, committee chair right. of the Special Committee on the Drugs and Law of the New York City Bar Association. Uh, I want to welcome everybody tonight, and I uh, thank you all for coming. Um, uh, he's the man on the left sitting. Oh, the man on the left sitting. Okay. So, and Aiden told us the specific time to go for at uh, one hour, one minute, and 40 seconds to 119. Got it. Okay. One hour, 40 seconds? Yeah. He said, he said uh, 101. 101. 101.40. Yep. Where I'm at 101.20 right now. So let's get this going. Fire it up. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Yep. Play. Play. I'm at 10130, 10131, 10131, 10131. Synced. Okay. And now he starts talking. Sure. Happy to do that. First of all, I do want to thank you guys for setting this up. and. I want to thank it up. Okay, it's obviously the, direct. Uh, the, the key to this whole process is having as much public discussion as possible. Public discussion. We're talking about process. There are a lot of competing priorities and trade-offs that are going to need to be made. Systematic. Control. Not everybody has the same position on them. And the more you talk about them, the more you educate, I think the better the chances are that, that this gets done. Um, but so from, from the, uh, the administration's position, the, the interest in seriously looking at the legalization of cannabis started in January when the governor requested that the Department of Health shepherd over the report. Yes, he's talking about the governor. Yep. That was going to report 
You think he's an ENTJ like you? Sounds like it. Potentially. That report was rendered to the governor. It's a TEFI statement, an SE statement. In the weighing overall, and that there were a lot of competing values in there, but overall found the legalization was Competing values. A better outcome. And so we examined that report and endorsed it in August. And at that point, better outcomes, uh, outcome focused, very outcome focused, which, uh, and systematic still. Of which are public and uh, predominantly public health focused. So there is a public health focus. Uh, TEFI. We do, this, we do it with a public health focus. So in terms of the competing, you know, I might. We do it with this focus. That's the uh, statement. To the that still direct. Serious uh, problems in consumption, such as. Three dollar uh, a gram rates in Oregon or Washington. Very outcome focused. Talking about decide, the money. You know, is that something that mm -hmm. we're comfortable doing? What does that? What is this something we are comfortable doing? That's that's se. Like if it's something we're comfortable doing, it's it's expert sensing. So he's yeah. definitely uh, SFP NTJ Quadra for sure. Is is where mm -hmm. he is definitely, and uh, he seems very control based. Obviously, as we can tell. Mm -hmm. So if you're SFP NTJ Quadra. Which of those are control-based? Well, it's ISFP or ENTJ. And we know he's not informative. We know he's direct. So by process elimination, this guy, he's an ENTJ. So there you go. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, awesome. Uh, what's next uh, on the list? Uh, I know that we have uh, some paid opportunities here. So let's get, the, uh, su let's get through the super cool. chats. Yeah. So... Well, so... Aiden Washness came in with Morris Beagle, um, but then the next with a dollar less was TE time with Reese Roper. Well, highest, uh, highest, uh, highest super chat okay. gets priority. So we yeah. would go with Aiden Washness. All right, All right. So it's uh, Morris Beagle. Said, yep. Morris. Also sent in Discord. Yeah. Remember, folks, uh, for the format we're doing here, highest. Uh, uh, it's not like a true auctioning system where you get your money back. You know, if you lose the uh, lose the bid. It's whatever the highest current level super chat is. That's the one that gets priority that we're uh, typing tonight. And uh, just remember, we're trying to keep this uh, particular how to type stream to like one hour. Um, and that started at six, so we're 10 and a half minutes in. So as you get closer to an hour, we're gonna be like, stop giving us super chats. But if your super chats are there, even after the hour, sorry, that's just, that's it. Uh, so please be careful giving super chats for the end of the show. Uh, and then like also, um, uh, we'll try our best to mark those and keep keep track of those. Like, Matt will keep some notes about which super chats we're missing, so we can open up the next show with those, hopefully. But there's no guarantees, so just giving you guys an idea as to how that works. Uh, but yeah, we'll get down to more Spiegel. And uh, hey, uh, um, Mr. Aiden, do you have a video on more Spiegel, or do I got to go on a? Search? I believe he um, he said he sent one over Discord. Stand by. I'll stand by. One second. Check. Morris Beagle. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I got it right here. Um, okay. Aiden, Aiden's got a system. <laughs> Listen up. Oh, so no. You probably haven't even I don't want to soap you lather. I don't want to talk about lathering myself. Okay, so we got that here. We got this here. Go back there. And then we're going to go here. All right. Morris Beagle, folks. We got Morris Beagle. So let's check this out. You send me the link? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link. Stand by. Um, and copy the link. And Mr. Mello. And there you go. And I am at currently... Uh, I'm going to skip in in exactly two minutes. All right.
Alright, I am there. Alright, let's uh, fire it up in three, two, one, go. Industry in Atlanta for four years. I moved to California for five years and then moved back to Colorado in 1995. I moved back here, moved back there. A record company called Happy Scratch Records. Record company. Uh, kind of an umbrella. S I N E. Talk about his past DVD constantly. Manufacturing, packaging. Mm -hmm. I did events, licensing, merchandise, physical. Take products, that with a grain of salt. And at that time, question. I back, there was a store called The Hemper's New Clothes. Seems TEFI a little bit, a little reference points. There. There was a book Seems very movement here. as well. The name of the store was Formative uh, Initiating Emperor Movement is what I'm guessing no at first. And the book by Jack Hare is The Emperor Wears The no book clothes. by Jack Hare using and reference point TE. I, I read that book back kind of in that 95, 96, 97 time frame and become, became familiar with the, what hemp was, and it was really, you know, it's, it's cannabis, it's all cannabis, so you got hemp, you got marijuana, but it's all cannabis. It's all cannabis. And kind of the history of how things transpired from, you know, we've been using it for 10,000 years, you know, since back in early Chinese days. And Inside history. Paper was made, and we made rope and sails and used it in food and building materials and learned a whole bunch of history that I had no idea about. And then how it got targeted and, and kind of rolled into the whole marijuana tax acts back in the 30s and then the stuff that happened with the controlled mm. substances I act almost can argue because really i'm hearing a yeah. lot of ti facts what do you think Some misinformation and i've been writing these down come out um, over the course of the last 75 80 years you know i think all that is, is is out there now but that's really how i got familiar with it was back in the mid 90s and i really didn't do a whole lot How I got familiar as, uh, advocacy or participating in the hemp industry or the cannabis industry. Gail, which super chat are you talking about? Put their name in chat, please. Amendment 64 passed here in Colorado. And during the time that that was, was making its way through Colorado from the early part of 2012 and, you know, the movement just was keeps going. It just keeps going. Like, it's like any hero that, SI inferior Colorado movement. You know what I'm saying? Hemp. Yeah. And at that time, I might like, be an hey, ENTP merchandise company and started Colorado Hemp Company. About Colorado very Hemp systematic. Back in Car started this, followed this process, system here, system there, and started making some. Hemp I could, I could, hats and partnering with yep. some other merchandise companies like Wicked Hemp Footwear, Hempies, Hemp Mania. That was TE. Both companies that had hats yeah. and wallets and bags and and really started getting into you know who was making hemp products at the time and wanting to make my own hemp products. And partner own. with Colorado Pragmatic. companies and national companies that were jumping on board to legalize hemp across the country, and and five six years later, we're doing a lot of initiating. He's initiated like five or six different points products. constantly. We're yeah. advocacy. We're Keeps going. Education, doing this, doing that, and trying to legalize it on a domestic level without obstruction and restrictions and over regulation, and then without obstruction and restrictions. That's pragmatic. You know, Right. Cannabis, hemp, mm -hmm. you know, whether that's high THC, low THC, psychoactive, non-psychoactive, I truly believe that it, there's no reason that this thing should ever be criminalized, that people should go to jail for it. And That's an FE statement, talking about the lack of criminalization. Oh, I completely agree. And, here, and here's the thing, you know, as far as your work, I mean, you're, you're involved with so many companies mm -hmm. and organizations, so congratulations, uh, you know, for that. And I think that whole advocacy thing, as far as I think as the, Dead Mouse is actually nice TP, right Dolph Dervish. I mean, we're seeing that potentially hemp, you know, agriculture, you know, textiles, you know, everything you're involved with, you name it. I mean, the economic potential that's there with this industry is just truly incredible, Morris. 
There's no doubt about it. There's, There's no so many doubt about it. No that's, doubt. That's a TI statement. That a hemp ingredient can go into. And hemp ingredient go into that systematic? Enough acreage and processing and relieve this bottleneck that's kind of there in the U.S. right now. You know, the small, small community. Uh, small amount of control. This crop that was abstract. And, and area He's talking about the possibilities that could come as a result. Taken and and hmm. governments and economic redevelopment dollars have been allocated. You're going to see tremendous growth across the country and you're going to see an agriculture system that gets rejuvenated that's systematic as well yeah absolutely and mm -hmm. let's talk about some of your rejuvenation is, uh, what, uh, what 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 do you see on the saw a small amount of control in there I think that, uh, that points level, more towards the level. ntp as well uh, what, any, mm -hmm. what's uh, on your current radar as far as any type of concerns as far as you know regulation or or the industry well right now it's pretty it's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff we've got over 30 states I'm not sure what there is now, maybe 34. If you go to votehemp.com, they've got pretty specific information. If you go to vote.com, that's a TINE statement. Hemp is now legal. And within that, because of the farm bill in 2014, there was a clause in there, section 7606, that allows that's a low states TE that have statement. legalized hemp to launch systematic. pilot programs uh, through departments of higher learning or higher education and departments of agriculture. And with that, within that, there's been broadened programs depending on some specific state regulations. Yeah, this That's guy is just TIAF, dude. Like, there's no way. He's a forum initiating um, movement, NESI, FETI, so he's SFJ, NTP Quadra, straight up, which is ESFJ or ENTP uh, within an interaction style. We know he's systematic and pragmatic, so he's an ENTP. So there you go, folks. In a court of law, but... You know, it's just a little. So Morris Beagle, okay. definitely ENTP for sure, definitely ENTP. Um, so cool, uh, awesome. Uh, what's the next highest uh, super chat we got, Mr. Mello? Looks like uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Okay, I'll send you the name. And for... Do we have a do we have a video on that? Gosh, um, I so Meta, if you have a video, send it to either of us. Or at least give us something that we can search uh, easier. Um, just to save time, guys, if you guys got videos queued up, it'll make it easier in doing the search themselves. Um, but yeah, I'm going to make the screen blank here while we look for that. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay. Like late night shows. Okay, late shows. Awesome. Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Let's see if yep. I can get someone else. Details. Abuse against inside migrant... Uh, Speaks out after seeing descendant. Okay, to visit border facility. I was not safe. Um, Ex-acting ICE director reacts to Cortez's Crenshaw um, slams CBP after report Facebook group. Freshman representative from New York. Um, also changed politics. Let's do the new interview here. Interview. Into we can't just say is Miami going to exist in fifty years? Okay, uh, yeah. Um, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, they eat Ben and Jerry's. Okay, uh, bringing moral courage to American politics. Okay, call me a radical from sixty minutes late night with Seth Meyers. All right, well we'll do that. We'll see how this goes. Um, so uh, cool. 
specific video? Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, stand by. Um, Alexandria Cortez. Because we have to, like, have as many last names as possible because I'm an independent woman who don't need no man. Um, hey, everybody! Alright, so I'm gonna give you the link here. Um, Mr. Mello. And just take it from the top. So, cool. You right. wanna cue it together? Yep. Five, four, three, two, one, and go now. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight made first history this tonight. fall as the youngest woman ever elected to the House of Representatives. Youngest Please woman. welcome back to the Late Show, now Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And of course, let the ENTP talk, you know? <laughs> Wow, so like, F-I-T-E, thank you, right? <laughs> oh, please, please. Sit. There you go. I'll sit down here, too. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice to see you again. Great to see you again. Thank you so much. We, lo we loved having you here last time. Thanks for being here. Well, I'm glad you're back in New York. Yeah. It must be nice for you to be back in a, a city that understands it's you. It's really nice to be back. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank this you. is the last time we saw you. Obviously, Thank you were elected. And I got a couple of things back here, sure. a couple of photographs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what, what, what's day one like when, when you go to Congress? I, I have a photo here of you. You being sworn in yes, right there. Yes. There you are with the, the, the now speaker again right there. And uh, and who is this uh, young woman right here? That's my mother. Oh, how lovely! Yes. Your mom yes. got to hold yeah. the Bible. Yeah. She did. Oh, that's she so did. nice. It was great. So uh, I understand you had Sotomayor was a bit of an inspiration for you. In, in what yeah, way? Yeah, it was. I I thought about you know what I was going to wear because I know that my nieces. I thought about what I was going to wear because I knew that my nieces talking about other people. That's S E N I statement mm -hmm. right there, like straight up. So we're watching and I wanted them to kind of also talking be able about other to have people. an image in yep. their mind. And uh, and so I wore white for the suffragettes and people like Shirley Chisholm who paved the way here. And uh, when Sonia Sotomayor was having her confirmation hearings, the consultants kind of when Sotomayor was having her confirmation hearings, it's another S E and I statement. Uh, so fair enough. Kind of seems TEFI at the very beginning, but we're not entirely sure yet. We'll have to confirm that. Told Figured her why not? to wear a nude nail polish because wearing a bright color would kind of attract more scrutiny. And so she wore bright red nails. <laughs> and. Um, uh -huh. And I figured, why not? You know, that was another great tradition. Um, now, after your, I think it was after your first. Another great tradition. That's S.E. Talking about, you know, tradition from outside. Uh, she, I'm getting yeah. movement from her, too. She really seems movement. Um, and yeah. uh, also Very seems reactive. initiating. More so than responding, you think so? Uh, I said reactive. Oh, so you think responding then. Okay. Uh, I, I meant movement in that oh, sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's uh, let's keep going. I'm on two minutes twenty two seconds and go. First week in in uh, in office there, you uh, <laughs> Instagrammed this. 
And uh, can you tell us what's going on right here? Uh, so it was a really busy day, and I uh, got home super late, and I just wanted to eat ice cream and maybe skip dinner. <laughs> and you were asked uh, online what, what, what... It kind of seemed informative to me, what she's saying. You know, it's like, it was a really long day, you know, and it wasn't really, and kind mm. of stretched around, and... Uh, Put her down for informative so far. Uh, she seems kind of initiating, but she hasn't exactly initiated any new points yet. So let's kind of wait yeah. for that. Um, are, are you getting interest? I'm getting interest based here as well. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Like with the nail polish. Yeah. Talking about like what's in it for them, you know, and using that as yep. a symbol or a tradition, etc. And like uh, getting scrutiny, etc. That that seems very interest based mm -hmm. to me, for sure. So. Flavor ice cream you were eating there. It, it was Americone Dream. It was. <laughs> hey! Americone Dream. Oh, man. You and you, you thought go. it out, too. Mm -hmm. And you thought it out, too. Okay, that's T-E-F-I. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's definitely SFP-NTJ Quadra, for sure. Uh, and SFP NTJ Quadra, movement oriented. She's either ESFP or INTJ, uh, either one. So let's verify between the two of those uh, for sure. Let's get back okay. into it. Let's do. Hold Cheers. On. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Where are you at? Up. Clink. I am at 304 currently. 304. Okay, paused. All right. And I'm hitting a play on 305 and 3, 2, 1, go. Oh. I, I want to warn the affiliates who might be going long. <laughs> no. You get elected. Mm -hmm. You go in there. Your first day in Congress, government shut down. Mm-hmm. What the, what the heck is that like? I mean, basically. I mean, basically. Like, um, informative. What we will say is that there's a lot of things we can't do as freshman members. We have mm -hmm. almost, you know, around 100 new members of both parties mm -hmm. that are coming to Congress. And we can't properly set up our district offices. We can't get laptops delivered. We can't start doing the work that we were elected here to do. We can't do these things. S-E, S-E, we can't do this. We can't do that. S-E, S-E, S-E. And that was an informative statement. And she kept on initiating a new point, informative initiating movement. There you go, folks. She is an ESFP. There you go. Awesome. Who's next? All right, uh, let me... Verify. Okay, cool. Uh, so it looks like Aiden Washness with Donna Lupardo. Okay, Donna Assembly Lupardo. Assemblywoman. Link in Discord. All right, link is in the Discord. I'll check that out in a second here. Yes, as I erase my green. Lots of the greenness. Okay, awesome. Checking that out. Cool. And Mr. Aiden, got it. Uh, Donna Lupardo, and giving it to you, Mr. Mello. Uh, Mr. Mello. Cool. Um, so you got that one. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, FYI, yep. 32 minutes. At 32 minutes? Left, yes. Oh, on the timer. Okay, cool. All right. Um, cool. I'm going to skip into 5 minutes, 37 seconds on this one. Um all right, got you ready. All right, cool. So going to do some red ink for this one. Donna Lupardo. Okay. Donna Lupardo. And then going up. 
Okay. Out. Nor did I know about it. All right, so I'm starting it at five minutes, 39 seconds in three, two, one, click. Yeah, it's starting now. Of course, any opportunity to get a vulnerable senior or honestly, so many people are vulnerable to these um, phone calls. The grand grandmother, grandfather scheme. Yeah, that's been going on for a while now. And all those. So, but this is legit and it's a good thing. It protects their, their uh, security. Yeah. I would have actually been surprised if I got a new Seems card affiliative. and didn't have my number on it. I would have mm. questioned I, it myself. Worried about people getting scammed. Are you that old, oh, well, you old CIFE? I got a little more time. <laughs> <laughs> I should say, not me so much, but yes, you've got a while. Yeah, we get, we're all getting up there. <laughs> we're definitely getting up there. So uh, it, it's always good to have an eye out for these things. That's right. So I know that was uh, one of the things that you've been working on recently. That's right. And I wanted to, so I did, uh, I'm always happy to have that announcement for the public, and that's always an important thing. Uh, I know there was a couple of other things, though, a couple of bills that you've been working on, and there was a couple of them that stood out to me, and I wanted to take a moment to talk about them, because I don't, most people don't notice, you know, there's all the bill numbers, mm -hmm. they're not familiar with that, or they don't recognize the name of a bill or what it does. So it's always great to be able to explain that. Kind of might be direct responding movement. And usually the mm -hmm. you know, 30 seconds that gets on the news. Um, and let's start off actually with one of your favorite, um, which is with the hemp. Yes. Uh, and Bill A1095. Yes, mm -hmm. So if someone wants to look it up at the state assembly, you can go online and you'll be able to see the bill. Well, actually, I'm going to give you a new bill number on that one. But it did change, yes. Actually, I'm going to TI you on that Zero one. 0826. <laughs> Now, sometimes when you're getting toward the end of the session and you've come to an agreement on a bill. And when you get to the end of the session and you are agreeing on a bill while I'm affiliative, I'm also SENI. So that's what we wound up having to do with this bill. Senator hmm. Omar and I are, we work very closely together. He's our senator. He's my this senator other senator and my other senator area. partner because I'm SEing so, it I'm sorry, and I'm affiliative. You, but it's 10826. 10826 because I'm TI. Got to tell you the facts. It's always good to have an update and I try to be as up to date as possible, but seeing that's one of the things i'm sure people will look at it and not mm -hmm. realize that Correct. and then they're going well what happened with that bill i was trying to follow uh, was there any substantial change to the bill no we were just really trying to find a way to simply define cannabis we were in yeah we were trying to find a way that is when you hear we were trying to find a way that's basically we are doing this now and my ni is going to find a path that's s-e-n-i as that statement um and uh, gosh, it seems very interest with how she's doing that. And uh, let's see if she's going to initiate any additional points here. I'm hitting play on 806 and now. In the, in the health code, making it crystal clear that um, it does not apply to industrial hemp. So we're defining cannabis. We're defining defining cannabis, cannabis oil. oil. Yeah, defining cannabis. Uh, it's very FETI. We're making it crystal clear that it's not going to be that way. It's also TI as well. Um, very interest-based because it's like, this is what's in it for us. This is what we want. Um, she's very mm -hmm. responding. She's very, very responding for sure. Direct and responding. Um, like I've, yep. I, I'm not seeing her initiate any points. She's just staying on topic directly. Mm -hmm. Affiliative, interest-based, which means she's automatically an NF, direct responding movement. So she's an NF um, uh, finisher type, and we know that she's S-E-N-I-F-E-T-I. -E so this woman, Donna Lupardo, is, guess what, an INFJ. There you go. She's an INFJ. So awesome. What's next? All right. 
let me check the super chats. Make sure. Okay. Cool. Uh, looks like Jesse Ventura from Joseph House. Jesse Ventura. All right. Mm -hmm. Jesse Ventura. Okay, it should be pretty easy to get to some kind of. What's with all the politicians? I guess it's like that's political season, isn't it? You know. <laughs> all right, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. All right. Chase, did you want to type Frank James at some point? Yeah, probably if we have time, we'll get to it. Uh, Jesse Ventura uh, interview. Yeah. Um, on Chris, former governor Jesse Ventura picks fight with feds over 9-11. Okay. Jesse Ventura, Mitt Romney lives a world I don't live in. Oh, that's nice. I, I, I'd, I'd be happy to hear that from Jesse Ventura. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, I'm going to give you the link to this one. You need great marketing videos well, to grow your business. With promo, you can create commercial level... No ads. Oh, no, it's Piers Anthony. Gross. Gross. Not interesting. Don't know the guy. Piers Anthony. Uh, he's not someone I remotely have any respect for as a journalist or, you, or even, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Like, no. No, thank you. Uh, okay, so there's that video there. Um, I'm on two seconds in with Mr. Piers Anthony, like a boss. So let's check this out. Oh, Piers Morgan. Or Piers Morgan, excuse okay. me. Piers Anthony is a great author, excuse me. No worries. Uh, Piers Morgan. All right. All right, cool. Uh, let's get this going. Um, and uh, yes, I have typed Trump ENTJ. Thank you. Uh, it's the first episode of season 20. Uh, all right, cool. Hitting play and five, four, three, two, one. Now. Will be portrayed by the Democrats, I think, very strongly from now to the election as a guy dismissing half of America as people who are just victims living off the state. Well, it shows me that Mitt Romney probably lives in a world that I don't live in. It shows it, me. It shows me. Yeah, it's, that's possible. Yeah, it does definitely sound like that. So. Let's uh, go in here. Jesse Ventura, introverted sensing for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's continue off with of 20 seconds. Um, let's get that there. Here we go. You know, he lives in a world that uh, I hear he's worth, what, $250 million, and he comes from wealth. And most people I find that... Are he comes from wealth. That's actually an SE&I statement. Um, and uh, he's also very direct in this particular moment. I would say he's also initiating and in control so far from what I'm seeing. Um, definitely, uh, mm. definitely from that uh, standpoint, um, for sure. So let's move on to the so play again that. at 30 seconds. Are born with that kind of money, All right. truly don't know what it's like to be out there. I mean, you know, I people who are born with that kind of money truly don't know what it's like to be out there. Okay, so that's a TEFI statement and it's an SE statement talking about other people, but then like they truly don't know what it's like to be out there and I'm direct initiating control. And I could say whatever I want because I'm just pragmatic AF, you know, uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so. I remember when I started years ago, on my pro wrestling career when I had just gotten out of the United States Beat Navy. Beat up car and 250 I, bucks. Say again? 
Uh, beat up car and 250 bucks. Beat up car and 250 bucks. Yeah. Let's see. Facebook.com pures tonight. No, thank you. No, thank you, Facebook. 42 seconds. Let's keep Left going. with a beat up car and 250 bucks, and that's all I had to my name when I went off to start my pro wrestling career. I think it's an embarrassing thing for Mitt Romney, however he tries to spin this. Well, it seems Mitt Romney lately has been saying a lot of embarrassing things, you know, and, and uh, he's certainly not going to endear yourself to 47% of the country, and I would think it's going to be quite hard to win. But 47%, is that TE? Yeah, it kind of is technically, but kind of very narrative oriented i don't know man i i can make the argument for fit but i can also make the argument for like tife as well in this particular mm. one but we definitely know he's an se user for sure that uh, seems direct mm. honestly it's hard like i'm going between estp and entj on this one because he doesn't seem to be abstract at all it seems really concrete and he kind of seems to be interest oriented so i'm kind of leaning more towards the estp side uh, than i am mm -hmm. uh, on the entj side for sure um, but let's let's keep going. But maybe Where their plan is that they... Say again? Where are you at? I am at I'm 1 minute 10. Cool. All right, and hit play. They got these new voter registration laws to where they can deny 45% of the country of the ability to vote. <laughs> you know, maybe that's their ultimate plan is to only get to half the country and let only half the country vote in the first place because on that note... This whole thing's a farce. Voter fraud is a complete red flag. There, there's a Voter is that fraud. TI? Yeah, it's TI because that's low TE. So, yeah, definitely a TIFE statement for sure. That was actually two of them. So, huh, interesting. He might be STP, NFP Quadra. He is pragmatic. I got to say, he's pretty interest based. I haven't heard anything systematic from him whatsoever. And I got to say, yep. concrete so far. Uh, so, let's keep going. About as much voter fraud in this country as there is people being struck by lightning bolts. As much voter fraud in this country as there's people being struck by lightning bolts. That <laughs> is TE critic sounding to me. That's a TIFE statement for sure. <laughs> and it's pragmatic. Oh, yeah. And he's just been direct this entire time. He's super direct. Yeah. He probably just triple nailing direct. the facts. Just nailing the facts, yeah. And he keeps initiating ideas, um, and he's still very control-based, for sure. So direct initiating control, pragmatic, uh, but he is concrete, definitely concrete. He's not saying any what-if scenarios. He's just stating what is. It's very what is. So based on that, Jesse Ventura definitely is ESTP, folks. ESTP. Would you um, would you care to verify that? or? Yeah, yeah we can. We can. Okay. Let's look at a different video of him uh, then. Jesse Ventura, classified, let's see, toxic Google. Jesse Ventura, toxic Google, why not? Eight years ago, uh, cool. Welcome everybody, it's great to see toxic a big crowd here. Hearing and applause. Yeah, Jesse Ventura, toxic Google, 12 minutes, 56 seconds. So, awesome. 12.56. Yep, and play in three, two, one, go. And then I, when that was subsided, I said, but if it's important, I'll learn. But if it's important, well, I'll learn. I think the people That's appreciated honesty. And I think the people appreciated hearing someone running for office that didn't claim to know everything. And I think that they, they realized at everything. that point that truly honesty was more important.
SEI to relax somebody to other down. people. The state of our country today, we're Very a mess. Based. And who is to blame? State of our country today, the Democrats and the Republicans. The Democrats and They've the Republicans. Been in Pragmatic. For my entire life. Hmm. I am an independent, dyed in the wool, true and true. I'm an I despise I'm them pragmatic. both equally. Not one over the other. I I'm concrete AF. Equal opportunity despiser. Equal opportunity despiser. Pragmatic. I agree with what Ralph Nader said. We are a two-party dictatorship two -party in dictatorship. this country. Now, how can we break it? How can we take our country back? See, I not only talk about things, sometimes Correct. I give solutions. How can we take our country back today? I believe it's as simple as the nose on your face, if I can use that clip. It's as simple as the nose on your face. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely uh, ESTP for sure. So yeah, there you have it, folks. Claim an ESTP on that one. And we lost Mr. Mello. All right. Okay. Uh, so one second. Someone's trying to call me. Might be an emergency here. Okay. All right. Let me double check my phone real quick. Um, uh, all right. I'm waiting for Mr. Mello to come back. trying to get that figured out okay i was the first one here to claim yes high frequency yes you were <laughs> awesome all right so let me uh, pull up the next one and go into the super chat channels because we lost mr uh, mellow um lost connection let's bring mr mellow back accept okay cool all right I'm you're back. back yay awesome yep. don't back. know what happened i don't know what happened either a call dropped it's weird um Glad to have you back, though. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, cool. Um, so who's where next? Where did we leave off? That okay. was Jesse Ventura, so ESTP. All right, cool. I was, uh, was believing that, too. Uh, Reese Roper? Reese Roper. Okay. Reese Roper. I don't know how to spell that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. This comes from TE Time. TE Time. Awesome. Reese Roper. Frankie Got Overwood. it. Got it. Reese Roper. Checking this out. Reese Roper interview. Got it. Reese Roper of Five Iron Frenzy. Okay. Interview with Reese Roper, unedited from the Fundamental Escape podcast. Checking it out. Um, what? Unedited. Got it. And it's loaded. Cool. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Cool. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Wow. I don't want to listen to that guy. Um, there you go. Try that one. Interview with Reese Roper, unedited. Cool. From the beginning? Yep. From the beginning. All right. 
So uh, there you go. And three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Fundamental Escape podcast. I'm your host, Mark Fitzgerald. And today I have a musical guest. Uh, his name is Reese Roper, which I'd just like to point out is a, a aesthetically pleasing to say. Um, so welcome to the show, Reese. Thank you. I'll tell my parents you said that about my name. Yeah, yeah. I like to start off the, the show with a compliment for, for the guests. So I like to make you feel good about yourself, you know? Really nice. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So what's been happening? So um, just, I guess, if you could give us a rundown, like to those who aren't familiar with Five Iron Frenzy, um, I was keen to ask you about the kind of genesis of the band and how you guys sort of formed and, you know, not a big, deep, meaningful story or anything, but just kind of the basics of, of how it happened and, and how long you've been doing music and things for. Um, Five Iron has been around this year. Uh, like in uh, April, we celebrated our 20th anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, nice. Yeah, that Keith, direct. the original bass yeah, I, I'm i going back and forth on direct versus informative, but uh, I, I'll put it down uh, for sure as, as direct initially. Um, not, no, I'm, I'm, I can argue multiple sides. I'm just waiting for something a little bit more concrete uh, for sure. Player and I were best friends. All right, so I'm at a minute, six seconds, and hitting play now. Friends in junior high school and high school. Um, Keeps talking about the past. So from grades, so that's like grades six through twelve. Um, we went to college on the same campus. We went to college on the same campus. So he's talking about the SE. He's very SE here. Uh, talking about the band, not talking about himself. So. And there were a couple other friends that we made along the way, and we liked music we kind of goofed around and we're in bands uh we had started a like an industrial band so it was it was metal with all the samples and drum machines and stuff it's control yeah it kind of does seem very control um not very movement at all it's very interesting but se and i for sure um talking about the mechanics of the situation um he might be informative though i he might be informed responding control or is not really, but I don't know. We'll see, but definitely okay. SE and I for sure. Um, so why can't AOC be an ESFP? Like, why not? Like, why can't that happen? I mean, definitely looks like one to me. seems like one to me. Like, come on. Why is that the case? Wonka vision. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, continue on. Uh, for Reese Roper, one minute thirty six. Think play now. Um, it kind of we just kind of did it because we liked it, but really because we couldn't find a drummer, and um, we found Andy, the drummer in Five Iron, at a Christian rock show. Mm. This band called the Prayer Chain, and um, just uh, we we're like, hey, you want to try being in our band? And and he played so loud he couldn't hear the uh, the click track or the drums so we ended up just goofing around and playing what we liked. we ended up playing goofing around and playing what we liked um, it seems interest yeah it seems very interest based um, now it seems like a little TIFE though I'm not really seeing any reference points he made another SE statement in there as well mm -hmm. um, 
could be direct responding movement. I'm just not really sure on the interaction style. I'm mostly leaning ISTP at this point based on what little information we have, but uh, I want to keep going a little bit further. So For sure. Likes, which ended up being... All right, in play on two minutes and nine seconds uh, right now. Pumpkin Ska. Yeah. More so, more so than the other music because it was just... That that was kind of just a more utilitarian. We we just did it because we couldn't find a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. We just did it because we couldn't find a drummer. That is pragmatic. Saying it's utilitarian, that is also pragmatic. Um, definitely interest based, and he seems really concrete. I gotta say, this guy's an SP for sure. Um, so far, as near as I can tell. <laughs> I have to start off. I've got a, a question here. My well, I'm, I'm a twin, so my brother James, he's a. Uh, uh, to be honest, he was a lot more into like punk and ska than than I was. It sort of grew on me over time. But um, uh -huh. he he's got a group of friends who are who are sort of fans. And one of the questions they wanted to ask was, um, will there be any more Brave Saint Saturn records? Oh man. <laughs> I've never, I guess I've never definitively said no. Okay, I guess I've never definitively said no. That's a TIFE statement um, that was also responding. So direct and responding. That control may come from uh, ESTJ unconscious. He's very much sounding ISTP so far. Um, but let's, uh, let's keep looking. Uh, I could see it. Hitting play on 2 minutes and 54 seconds. Uh, 3, 2, 1, now. You gotta be quiet, Key. <laughs> my daughter is here. Yeah, yeah. This, this is well, do you want to say take it? Do you want to say hello? Lennon, you want to say hi on the radio? You have to say it out loud because they can't see you. Hi. <laughs> say this Merry is... Christmas to the listeners. Can you say Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like that. Awesome. <laughs> um. I forgot the question. Oh, we were talking oh, about Brave. Yeah, yeah. I've never definitively said no. I There's part of me that hopes that we could still make stuff. It's just very difficult because everybody... I mean, it's difficult enough to do Fire Iron. Uh, everybody's got jobs and kids and families. Everyone's got jobs and kids and families. And it's very interest-based when I say that, mm -hmm. and it's very concrete of me to say that. And I keep responding and staying specific to the questioning, and I'm very direct while I'm stating facts, T-I-F-E, and I've been an S-E-A user, A-F, which means I'm an ISTP, for sure. Reese Roper is an ISTP, hands down. Cool, what's next? Cool. No uh, more Super Chats, folks. We're not taking any Super Chats. No thank you. Got a little, little over nine minutes left on the clock here. Okay. Um, so Reese Roper's done. The next biggest super chat, I believe, is Aaron Giuseppe. Here, okay, can you send me uh, that name? I don't Clocks. know how to say that name. Giuseppe. I think we already did this one in the past. I don't know. Let's see. Interview. Uh, another uh, bad cost. The bad Christian podcast featuring Aaron 
plus B. Okay. So the bad Christian. You podcast. missed the podcast because what was that that you missed a few weeks Anniversary ago? Anniversary and hallucinations and kidney stones. Well, it occurred to me earlier. Well. <laughs> Pretty late last night that I might should have called in to cancel today's podcast because today's my anniversary. So I'm in the Aww. chair. I know you went and took your wife out, but I'm in the chair tonight. So it's what what has happened. Yeah, you, you can know. always I th- assume I th- I people think the thing assume too. the worst. So that's where she's from is Salt Lake City, Utah. So she has a couple. Okay, so twenty seven twelve is where we're going to start this one. The Bad Christian Podcast. Do you have it? I do not. Okay. Get it for you. And there you go. Cool. Awesome. Where did you say we were starting? Apologies. Uh, it's all good. Uh, 2712. Aaron. Oh, cool. Cool. Right. Three, two, one, go sisters and her mom obviously would help her with joel so we moved there and i kind of fell in love with the mountains and with the place so i bought a studio there um about a year and a half ago and i've been producing other artists there Mm -hmm. and doing session work behind the drums and filming tv stuff there and then i ended up just making that record there with my assistant who's a guy that um he engineers everything i do and mixes everything i do and um he kind of pulled me out of the dirt and was like let's make a record instead of just being bummed about being divorced let's go make a record. <laughs> let's go make a record so we made that record um and we did it really fast like in three or four days um and it was all right so 2748 is where i'm at now and he's like we made that record and we did it really fast uh so he's se and i he's very movement oriented kind of yeah. seems direct to me honestly um so, but S E and I for sure. Um, probably T I F E. Uh, we're gonna go back into it again. Uh, so I am at twenty seven forty eight. So let's get cool. in there. It was really fun to do. You know, I had written all these songs um, that I, ha- I still have a whole record's worth of like, and that's the initial plan is after this record is to kind of maybe put out some songs that are just kind of like the three solo songs that are on that record. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We- that's the initial plan. Yeah, it was actually very initiating there for a second there. That was actually initiating. I initiated a completely new point uh, without staying on, on topic. Uh, so going to see initiating on that one. Kind of seems a bit pragmatic, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, so, um, but definitely seems S-E-N-I so far. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Let's keep going. We just we just put it all together. Um, and it worked out really well. You know, it's, it sounds super raw and that was the idea there's no editing or tuning and um yeah it was kind of just supposed to be a snapshot of like where i was at the time like kind of going through that really hard emotional time plus you know um just a snapshot of what i do live now yeah i like what it is the bonnie rate cover is really cool thanks man thanks that was a fun one to do for sure so wow thanks man thanks gosh was that an f-i-t-e reaction Kind of seems like it was, man. Just kind of a little bit. Is this guy an ESFP? I wonder. Hmm. Let's hear some more, though. There's some yeah, covers well, and stuff like that on there. I think doing covers is a fun way to go. I, we haven't really ever done any covers recorded, but I'd like to do that in the future. I, I had I had neither, um, and it was really it was I you know when you play a show like by yourself mm-hmm. in a bar like it's cool. To- Say again. Old and random. Yeah. 
to like be able to play like you know songs that people know that are like old and random i feel like they you know i feel like that as as a solo artist see the that movement. kind of sets you in a place where you're like you know oh, this is he's yep. really into songwriting not Very just movement. like the idea of being in a band and you know so for me like i took some songs that i loved and the bonnie Raitt thing was like kind of right where i was at emotionally and like that song really just spoke to me in the sense of that literally was how i felt like right where i was you know so yeah that's what is the latest what's the latest with you and paramore um there they are working on music and i don't know if they asked me to come back of course i would do it um you know um they haven't i the last show they played i played was which was in february february um but I or maybe it's also concrete. I don't know. But I I I, I would mm. love to do it again. I just don't know that my own life would permit. You know, with under oath back at it now, um, and then I'm I really am kind of serious about chasing this singer songwriter out of the Badlands thing. Oh, that's really uh, cool. That's really cool. To, you're gonna build that. I mean, it'll probably take some yeah, time but, to get it where you want it to be to compete. Yeah, because that's it, the weird it, thing is trying to balance all those things and what to compete with when you're doing a bunch of creative stuff. You constantly have to ask yourself this question, like, well, what do I want to do the most, and what pays the bills the most, or what's working the most already? And you got to keep reprioritizing. So sometimes it's a long road to the thing. Sometimes the thing you're enjoying the most. Okay, I'm gonna skip to uh, 46:16. All right, skipping to 46:16 and hitting play in three, two, one, go. You that you are. No, no, and here, here, here's why. I I don't feel. I, I think that there. Are, there's some practicalities to this. Uh, here's here's an example. I just visited my grandma. She hurt her ankle. If I would have walked in there and been like, "What's wrong, you crazy bitch? You can't walk around." I mean, she, she... I'm skipping to 50:45. Skipping to 50:45 and hitting play now. Where you can cuss in the pulpit. Well, y'all, y'all seen the y'all seen the clip of the Rage Against the Machine. Uh... All right. So he seems uh, pragmatic with that statement, actually pretty pragmatic there uh so that's good a music video back oh yeah it's like 15 years ago and there's a sign that says trump for president 2000 yeah, i think crazy yeah yeah, yeah. crazy my, da- my dad i told him i was uh, we got into the marijuana d- dispute and he he said you are gonna let your kids do drugs <laughs> i said what are you talking about by supporting so a libertarian candidate i was trying to explain hmm. to him the taxes and what's happened in venue in orange county so it's um circus survive under oath and coheed um and then a bunch of other bands um and then we literally fly overnight and do um i could almost argue this guy is an enfp like I could, I could seriously argue ENFP here as well. He's definitely in form initiating movement. He's definitely a starter type. Like we know he's a starter type, but I'm seeing like a little bit of you know past focused introverted sensing, and definitely TIFE. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm going back and forth Should... on his perception functions for sure. Maybe check another video. There are four yeah, people gonna... he's interacted with. Yeah, let's, or... let's uh, look at it's a different cool. video here. Um, let's say here. Under oath, religion should not be in music. Okay, that's a very affiliative point of view. Um, so let's do that Loudwire. So I have a nice little uh, Vimeo ad here. All right. Okay. I have the video queued. Yeah, the video queued. All right, zero seconds. Let's go. Three, two, one, go. Another big change is uh, no longer identifying as a Christian band. 
no longer uh, identifying was, as a Christian band. Uh, that Christianity ruined the band, and that one of the best things we ever did was when we agreed to not be a Christian band anymore. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, the thing with the thing with having a okay, so a band. Okay, so is the other guy is talking. It's like being yeah. skipping to one minute fifty. Trying to keep your girlfriend happy or your wife or your boyfriend. Fifty-two. One fifty-two. But they didn't support us before anyway. Yeah. We were ne we never wrote songs about. That's another thing too to to elaborate more on the Christianity thing. Like, we never wrote songs about God. We always yeah, wrote about. I mean, go read Under Rose lyrics except for a song called. Some seek forgiveness, others escape on chasing safety, which, which we written, didn't write. Yeah, written by Aaron from yeah, he's so movement in this. He's like going back and forth. He's just so movement. He's like kind of slightly impatient. Copeland, Aaron Marsh, who's singing on that. Is that, you know going to two thirty? We made that announcement. People just weren't paying attention. You know, it's just oh, I got it's just now it's a bigger deal now because we're back. And he's trying to get like a word in edgewise. He's like, come on, dude. In the Christian it's out in the open. Yep. That's another reason why we weren't really like one of the. It's out in the open. He initiated again. Meanest. Most alienated people. It was just like F that guy. Let's get him out of here. And it was like all of press everywhere. And uh, he barely speaks in this interview. Let's see. And also now we're like feel like it. Like it's, yeah, it's, we feel like it's our. Yeah, that guy needs to like stop talking. We're gonna a different one. He's, the, he's a backup singer. Yep. Aaron Gillespie's story. Ransom T. All the bad lines. Uh, Ghostwriting. Let's see that one. What's up, y'all? Aaron Gillespie here, and I'm hanging out What's with up, Rob on Punk Videos Rock. Punk Videos Listening Rock. Listening to the record, I feel like it's a different, it's a different voice. Um, I'm obviously I'm used to listening to your voice with your various projects, but with this, ghost I feel like, Can't I feel find like that your video. voice matured a lot. Yeah, I'll give you the link. Uh, this guy's like pretty integrated, so it's a little bit harder to pin him down. Mm -hmm. Let's see. All right, hit and play on 19 seconds in three, two, one. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> no, that the record was kind of made out of a time of turmoil for me, so I think a lot of it probably has. Record to do was with made that. out of yep. a time of turmoil for me. That's an S I N E statement. There we go. There's an S I N E statement. I was kind of going through like essentially like the worst time in my life so I think going through the worst time in my life you know that had a lot to do with it yeah. you know what that's it, many what reasons what are all the songs that you put on this record why were they so significant for this record uh, a bunch of reasons I was going I went through a divorce about a year ago went through a divorce a year ago it's an SI so statement so I did three originals on there and then the rest of them were covers that kind of spoke to me about that that era in my life you know songs that i've been part of for a long time that i cut that kind of really spoke to me again in that moment and also uh this is the third one of these like solo tours i've done and i've been playing those songs right. um so i was like i would love to have like a you know a recorded component to go with right. everything else so and with with putting the songs that you had already done with the almost and with under oath for example um they're old songs but you made them you made them fresh again. So going into the studio to actually record them, I know you produced it and did it yourself, but yeah. going into the studio to record them, like, how did you really change I realize time's to, up, but we're going to keep going. So new. To be honest, there's no, there yep. was no, like, preconceived, okay. like, let's make it this way. I just sort of did it. Yeah. And the idea was to kind of leave it as untouched as possible, you know? Like, so it, we did the whole record in, like, three days. I owned my own studio, so I kind of just 
you know, like weird odd hours. And I kind of worked on it for a few months, but like real recording time was like three days. Yeah. And I That's had initiating. kind of created all those versions on the road, you know, like over mm -hmm. the last couple of these. I did one tour with William Beckett, another one with um, the dude from State Champs, solo tour, you know. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had created those versions just by osmosis, sort of finding a way to play them alone, and, you know, to play them for these small crowds. Yeah, Informative as well. Before, yep, so. that was abstract. Um, the versions just kind of happened. There was no real, like, okay, so, like, this song, we're going to make this. You know, it was yeah. sort of just mostly, like, a kind of natural progression of, you know, how we would do those types of songs, right. you know, so. And going into the studio how this time we around, do those types of songs. Again, that's systematic. Uh, is this the first time that you've actually produced something on your <laughs> own? Um, I've been producing records for other people for years. Um, I've been producing records for I other people for years. That's TIT. Because I was tired of renting places. and um, So for myself, yeah, I've never really produced my own record for myself. I would never trust myself really. You know, A lot of the Almost records, I recorded yeah, everything I trust alone. myself to do that. Um, but I just never really hmm. trust myself. That's you know, TIFE, like, actually. You always actually. want that second person or that third person to be like, okay, that's stupid. Or, you know, that doesn't make any that's sense. All over the place. Why are you doing it that way? Or why are you singing that way? So I kind of just sort of out of necessity in a sense with this one. Cause out I was of necessity, S-I-N-E statement. It was just a good healing uh, kind of exercise for me, you know, to just kind of do it and trust myself with Why it. Why is it not. always so hard for me to type my um, own I type? I think the record kind of stands as its own thing because I didn't really obsess over it, you know. I sort of just... Look in the NTP, it. bro. It wasn't like a, you know, a, like hmm. a very meditated thing, you know, so... Were there any hardships that you had maybe, like, recording the record, whether it was, like, oh, a specific dude. song you were trying to get out? so fast, like, on purpose. I need Specific well, position. Well, not even ready. So I just needed to capture it at that time, the way that I was feeling and kind of the position that I was in as a man at the time. And I think that, position you know, I, was I, in I, made, man at the I made, like, a rule for statement. myself to, like, just do it, hmm. you know. Not, not I made to, a rule like, for myself to just do that. That's S-I-N-E. Was gonna happen, or I kind of just made the record. So right. I just made the record. The original songs that you put on here. Talking um, about his system. How different was that writing process same way. as opposed to anything yep. else you've done? I've kind of always done it the same way. I'm a bit of a binge I've writer. Always done it the same way. S I N E. Binge writer. Yep. I write for a lot of That's other people. Very so I'm writing true songs for me. Pretty much daily if I'm off the road, but I have I write songs for myself maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. So I kind of go through like a binge period where I will write like 40 songs for myself and then pick 10. You know, um, so I had been writing binge writers. That's a system. Negative Ten songs, what not? Life that I was in, and um, hmm. I have a bunch um, that I'll put another record out. Talking about the symbology of the phase of his life or this music that's abstract. Stuff. But those three kind of mm -hmm. really spoke so, to the yeah. time, and I felt like he's not the ESFJ, the rest and he's systematic. So. You mentioned you have enough for more, so you see yourself doing some more. Uh, pursuing a solo artist yeah, for a little longer. Not, like, I don't have much time to, like, you know, but I at least try to do maybe one or two of these a year solo yeah. tours, you know, so I'd like to, you know, I, I don't really know. We can never tell what the future holds. I feel like Worried I'm about his future? Day in terms of yep. just what, in, in my career, like what I'm doing and, and yes, I um, you know, where I'm at, so, yeah. With the stu with the studio again, um, yep, definitely EMTP. Nobody else that helped you like from your previous cool. bands. It was specifically cool. like no, you yeah, wanted. To finally, yeah, I have a my studio. It's nice, nice to verify. Uh, thank you for your support on that one. It's always hard for me to type my own type sometimes, especially when they're super integrated. You start making arguments or other things like. Oh yeah. Could have almost like for a while there, I was like, I'm like mm, I could have done like. Uh, ISFJ, but he's just so movement, so there's just no way. There's just no way that could happen. Mm -hmm. I could have argued yeah, ISFJ so easily, but again, there's just jumping no his leg up and down. Yeah, he's he's fidgeting a lot. He's very movement, so yeah. 
definitely an ENTP. And the ENTPs do not often get, um, you know, uh, like I think Chester Bennington is also an ENTP. So it's like it's oh wow yeah. It, so it's not it's not often you see them with with tattoos, but then every now and then you do because they take symbology. Uh, so <laughs> cool. Is that the uh, is that the last one we're having? Uh, how many other super chats we got, bro? Okay, so a few more came in after I stopped recording them. Um, looks like more for Pamela Anderson. So. So it looks like six. Uh, take that back, seven. So seven $2 paid. Yep. Okay. We'll do a couple more. So what's the next highest? Okay. That would be Jeffrey Dahmer, Stone Phillips interview. Okay. All right. Doing another murderer again. Stone Phillips. <sighs> Jeffrey Dahmer interview. Stone Phillips interview. Got it. Is that a 1994 one? Yeah. Uh, 1994. Original Stone. Let's do the original one. Let's do that one. Okay. All right. Um, let's skip to 638. Outside, and just left the house. I learned All right, I'm there. He was slapping the trees with uh, branches and sticks, and uh, I Three, guess uh, two, apparently one, out of frustration. Go. When you think back on seems control arguments and the possible effect, it makes cause you anguish. It makes me sick. It really makes me sick that we didn't have a more Ozzy and Harriet type family. You know, I'll feel that way to my dad. Yeah. In his endless second guessing about the upbringing of his child, there is one last agonizing possibility that haunts Lionel Dahmer. That the drugs he's... Oh. Never really had a... That was actually his father's, so never mind. Start on, again. Start on 11 minutes, 21 seconds. A real deep heart-to-heart -heart talk about what was going on inside our own minds why do you think that was uh, because from uh, about 15 years on up uh, a great deal of my thoughts were uh, basically unshareable as a teenager there were many things jeffrey felt he couldn't share with his parents our own minds One subject was particularly taboo. Did you ever consider talking to your parents, to your dad, about homosexuality? Is that something no, that you could ever raise? Early on, I, I really didn't know that much about it myself. I, all I knew was that it was something that uh, was to be kept hush-hush, not uh, talked about, not even thought about. So I just uh, kept it. Yeah, it seems uh, seems responding and control so far. 
uh, with this interaction style, as near as I can tell. It all within mm -hmm. me, and never, never talked about sexual. Yeah, he leaves it where, all, really. where they ask. With anybody. If Jeff had come to you and said, "Dad, I'm a homosexual," how would you have reacted? Yeah, skip to thirteen thirty-one. Drove him into his own world. His parents' incessant fighting was another. It was unnerving, depressing, uh, made me angry sometimes. Uh, that made me uncomfortable. House, it's an S-I-N-E statement. Uh, sulk, brooding, you know, wondering Control, why they had to uh, responding. have such a rough relationship. Your dad says that somewhere around the age of six, he thought that you began to change, that you began to withdraw, that you became much more shy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the time I really, really remember uh, noticing that things weren't quite right. So it wasn't so much yeah, giant as so it was wanting to withdraw from tension and arguments and problems in the house. That's how I saw it, yeah. Just, uh, uh, I, I... It weren't quite right. Is that F-I? It could be F-E, actually. Um, mm. That's uh, N-E-S-I. I'm going to put it on F-E-T-I. Not really hearing much reference points with what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Uh, Where I had my control. Own fantasy world when things got too heated in the household. It was just. Uh, fantasy world when things got too heated in the house. That's abstraction. Abstracting, which is often what INPs do uh, when when dealing with conflict. So. Just my own little world where I had control. That fantasy world may have been Jeffrey's retreat from violence as a boy. Going to 1505. Creating my own little world where I had cool. the final say, where I could completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and uh, keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping apart of them. One of your dad's biggest questions is Keeping them with me as long as possible, even if it's a part of them. I could almost make an S-I-N-E argument uh, there as well. Could probably do that. We'll see. I'm going to put that as like a maybe for now. Uh, I'm going to continue. When you began to slip away, when you crossed over into this world of... Don't forget, guys, even T.I. Hero can seem direct. Dark fantasy from which you just couldn't return. I think it was around <clears throat> age 14 or 15. Started to have... Yeah, around age 14, 15 is more SI, for sure. Having obsessive uh, thoughts of, of uh, violence uh, intermingled with sex. And it just got worse and worse. Uh, I didn't know how to tell anyone about it, so I didn't. I just kept it all in. I didn't know how to tell anyone about it. This TIFE statement, and it also seems like he's talking about ISFP superego as well. This is looking more and more like INTP. Talking about a system that he's following as well. Definitely abstract. Let's keep going. Inside. Something about this house right here. One of the things Jeffrey kept inside early on was a bizarre teenage fascination with dead animals. Okay. This from a boy who 10 years earlier had played fiddlesticks with a bucket of animal bones. 
Yeah. Lionel took us back to the neighborhood in Ohio. Going to 1702? What it looked like right. inside? Or, right. And uh, something something went wrong. Was was there some pleasure in in the cutting? Something went wrong. Yes, there was. No no sexual pleasure, but just a. Um, it's hard to describe. Sense of power, sense of control. I suppose that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It. All right. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah, informative. TIFE. This is more look like uh, so he's basically between uh, SFG, SFJ, NTP Quadra, ISFJ uh, slash INTP, and uh, definitely seems abstract. Uh, both those types are systematic, um, so definitely, uh, definitely INTP. So for sure. All right. Cool. cool. What's next? All right, that would be, uh, let me double verify. That would be Esther Perel. Give me a name on that, please. Yep. Sent it to you. Okay. Uh, Okay. It's like there are a few different, few different interviews here. Um, on sexual desire and successful, let's see the Lewis Howes one, the first one. Cool. Skipping to always... 609, 609 on that one. 609 with Esther Perel. Okay. All right. Play. Yep. Esther Perel. Okay. That looks like Status. Your family just showed up, so we'll hear them in the background. <laughs> All right. So. Sense that my life and hit play. Six eleven, six twelve, six thirteen. Heard her talk about status. Yep. Right at the beginning. Yep. T E F I. You know. Not necessarily well known or famous, but not well known feeling famous. full, full, full. Yeah, not full. dead. Not dead. I mean, yeah. there's a reason I write about eroticism, right? Yes. And that sense mm -hmm. that I was not going to be mediocre. You know, I'm, I'm not, not going to be mediocre. That's the E statement. Average of something that it has to be, not the best. It has to be the right one for me at that moment. That may be the beautiful the right spot one for me at Mono. That's the right S -E -N -I. to be with, mm -hmm. or, or mm. the right act to take in yeah. relation to somebody or to some cause. But that sense Very that direct. my life has to be big. Mm -hmm. My uh, life has to be like big. It. You know, has been with me since. Kind of seems abstract. Sure. Okay. So, so tell me why you wrote this book and why you got into, I guess, this topic in general. What made you want to start this process? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is it's a fluke, actually. Uh -huh. I never wrote about sexuality until about 10, 12 years ago. I did write about relationships, plenty. Mm -hmm. um, for the past 30 years, I've been a couples therapist and a relationship expert. Um, I work with companies. I work um, with families and couples on modern relationships right. and that always involved looking at how does cultural change yeah. affect relationships migration education
technology, how does cultural change affect individualism, relationships? consumer society, how do all these things, yeah. the shift from communism to democracy, mm. how do big Very cultural SE. changes affect relationships? CFI. Always been doing that. Sex was a kind of a side subject. And then I was basically a little bit looking for a new topic. And uh, and I got inspired Seems by initiating. the Clinton scandal, okay. basically. When was that? that, that was a new in, topic. Um, the late yep. yeah. new topic. Okay. But it moved all the way into the beginning 2000. I don't right. remember the exact year. But the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal for me, from a cultural point of view, was very interesting. Mm. Why was Seems the United pragmatic. States so tolerant Doing systematic. about multiple divorces and so intransigent? About Talking about the scandal the from an interesting world, standpoint rather than right and wrong. Very pragmatic. Complete contrast to the state. Sure. Complete Has contrast is a T statement. You preserve the family at all costs. Preserve the family at all costs. SENI, thanks and to women. You make compromises Direct. and tolerance for infidelity. Really? Yes. That's all systematic. All over the world. Compromise. Especially in Europe. It's not like every systematic. married man seems to have like a mistress. No, let's be very now. clear. Americans don't cheat. One yeah. iota less than the French. She so is Americans ENTJ. Straight up. Yep. Straight up ENTJ. Direct initiating control. Pragmatic. Systematic. Abstract. Uh, S-I-N-E-T-F-I. Esther Perel is an ENTJ. Cool. Next. All right. Um, is, looks like we have $30 for Pamela Anderson. And? You want to skip Pamela Anderson? Well, I, oh, I just want to know who's, what are the names that are left. Okay, so there's Tamara Mowry Housley. Okay. Uh, Pamela Anderson. Okay. Uh, no name. No name. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Black, spelled with a six. Jewel Kilcher. Tony Lamy and Frank the INFP. Oh, Frank the INFP. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I actually got to get going. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> okay. much out of here. So we're going to um, continue on um, with these particular super chats for the next episode. So, uh, Mello, please keep these... Uh, names are written down uh, someone said that you know i i paid for jewel or something like that is that li on your list at all are we are we lacking that just trying to make jewel sure. yeah someone named jewel something just want to make sure we're on top of that you have a name in there for that yeah jewel kilcher okay jewel kilcher awesome okay yeah so uh write those down those lists we're going to do uh on the next how to type we're going to lead with those and then we'll open up uh super chats uh you know after then so we'll get to those as well thank you all for your patience but uh as i had warned the audience you know we were kind of going on a timer time we still got an additional 20 minutes than we should have uh so uh but we'll do our best to get to those super chats next time we have the list going we're going to open up the show with those and then just get to it uh, and we'll uh we'll take it from there uh, and we'll not open up the super chats yet until that's uh, figured out. Maybe we can get a widget uh, to uh, say so, um, so we can communicate better with the audience. So, thank you for all for all yeah. that. I, it's time for me to uh, go t uh, cook dinner for my family, um, and uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday at nine Eastern. Um, so, have a good night. Uh, see y'all later, and uh, we'll get to those super chats. Uh, thank you all for your patience. See you on Tuesday. Later. <laughs>